0: Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. <laughs>
1: Can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank keller and we're coming to you live prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you by Moda Business Solutions. They have resources that make sense. You can reach Moda at 858-251-4640. For you business owners out there right now that are trying to come up in the recovery mode. Matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that today, a move, major move that New York City, City Council just made in the restaurant community. You need to be picking up the phone right now and calling them out at 858-251-4640 because they have a tremendous amount of best-of-breed vendor relationships out there that can help you cut operational costs or accelerate your marketing. To contact Business Buzz Direct, you can call us at toll-free. 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z, number that's 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z, or email us at info at businessbuzz.com, or if you want to, you can go to my show host webpage at business, that's spelled dot buzzbuzz.com. Well, a big shout out right now to our charity, our philanthropic organization up there in the state of Washington, Hey, Chaplain Joseph Harlan, I hope you're listening out there because Cookies2Cops.com has been adopted by Business Buzz, and we're really, really excited about the small business initiative that you and I both are so excited about, which is Adopt to a Cop. That's right, Adopt to a Cop. So if you're a small business owner out there right now, if you want to bless or you just want to encourage or you just simply want to say a thank you to your first offenders, EMTs, or firefighters, you need to go to cookies 2 Cookies. T-O-C-O-P-S dot com and tell them how you can get involved in helping those who protect your business. Well, the show today, I'm live in D.C., back in the first city that I started my life out way back in 1952. Well, now I'm dating myself. Of course, I am a baby boomer, but that goes without saying You you already know that. And I'm joined today by co-host Natasha Friedman. Natasha has an incredible show out here in the DC space called TV Free Baltimore. That's TV Free Baltimore, and that's an incredible show that is a little bit apolitical centric. you know we got to be real careful when we get in the business committee and talk talking about politics. But Natasha, how you doing? Thank you, and welcome to Business Buzz.
2: Hi, thank you, Frank, for having me. This is Natasha Freeman coming to you live from Maryland. I'm so happy to be on Business Buzz today. Again, thank you, Frank, from com- for coming all the way from California um, today to broadcast live at our station.
1: Well, thank you very much, Natasha. It's really a pleasure to be back in the city of my birth. Uh, I'm a little concerned about what I might see over the five days that I'm going to be here, but right now, it's all coming together for me. Natasha, let me ask you a question. You are a little bit more apolitical than I am as far as a radio talk show host. You've got a little bit of the pulse of what's happening here in D.C. in small business. Let me tell you something. I'm big time concerned. I'm from a state in California which is now commonly being redressed and renamed as the Gulag, and we don't need to go there. We just know we got a governor out there. who seems to stick his nose in everything. Uh, that he can get his hands on, but let me ask you a question, where are we at with the commander in chief? Where are we at with the POTUS? Where are we at with 6800 Pennsylvania Avenue? What's going on in President Trump's administration for small business?
2: Well, the president, as you know, won on small businesses. He tapped into the backbone of our nation. He tapped in to the American people that felt forgotten. His concept is buy American, hire American. So he doesn't like the fact that he had to close down the country, but he did for the safety and security of the American people because he said, if I did not close down the country, Thousands upon thousands of more people would have died from COVID-19. So he did close down the country for a couple months, but the small businesses are coming back. Nail salons are reopening, hair salons are reopening, restaurants and bars are reopening. The problem is is that because of certain states that have democratic leadership such as Democratic governors, Democrats in, that are in city council positions or county commission or county executive positions, they're the ones that are stopping the American people from reopening. It's not the President of the United States.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you something, Natasha, that kind of goes without saying, right? I mean, it all comes down to who's in charge. But the bottom line here is that small businesses out there, and I'm speaking from their standpoint, you know, as we're mixing it up here today, they're concerned with a thing called demographics. They're thinking about, you know, metrics, measurability, right, suitability, all these wonderful uh, terms that we have out there in the social media and the virtual world. But the bottom line here is results, okay? The NFIB did a report. In 2015, where they went all the way back to 2008, they brought it forward to 2015, and they had a shock factor happen with the results that they discovered that 14.2% of all small business community, we're talking brick and mortar. We're not talking about what's going on in COVID-19 where people are finding a way to get involved in business right at home. We're talking about small business, brick and mortar, storefront, USA, American, flag-waving businesses vaporized off the face of the earth. Now we've got a thing called COVID-19. Where do you think we are right now, Natasha, with those numbers?
2: Again, it depends on the state. It depends on the governor of the state. For example, the state of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis has been fabulous and he reopened the entire state of Florida because Florida is a huge tourist state. And if we if people come down from, uh, let's say, other parts of the country, other parts of the world to Florida, and there's no place for them to go and eat, it's going to be a huge problem for the tourist situation in the state of Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis looked at the numbers like everybody else did. The numbers are actually not as bad as what the CDC claimed them to be. Actually, CDC, Dr. Perks, has actually backtracked on the numbers of people that have died due to COVID-19. Again, the beginning result of COVID-19 is most people um, obtained it if they were senior citizens, if they were in nursing homes, retirement communities, as well as people with pre-existing conditions or autoimmune diseases. So that's what we need to remember, um, how this whole thing got started. But Again, it depends on the leadership of your state. The president has said, I rely on the governors of the state to decide when they need to reopen. Governor Ron DeSantis down in Florida, is just a great example, has said, I'm either going to close the entire state or I'm going to open up the, the entire state. In Maryland, where I am, I have a governor, Governor Hogan. He is a Republican. He is also a never-Trumper. But the problem is, he is relying on the Democratic officials to reopen the counties instead of relying on uh, his himself to say we need to either reopen the whole state or close the whole state and that's what's stopping a lot of businesses from reopening and it's causing a lot of businesses to remain closed because they can't afford to reopen their businesses because they've been closed down for so long you know
1: that's some major points that you're hitting there right now latasha but you know small businesses out there right now I, i really believe are in a high degree of a word called uncertainty okay And, you know, if you're a small business out there today, I guarantee you're going to warm right up to what I'm going to say right now. Because any small business that you start out, you have to be able to either know how to forecast revenue or forecast expenses. And if you can't find a way to turn around and put those things together, you've got to find a reliable source of information outside your world to basically help you attain those two incredible goals. Right now, we are dealing with worry, doubt, and fear out there, Natasha. We're dealing with a pre-COVID. We're dealing with a now post-COVID. And we're, it's really, it's not a post-COVID, is it, right? Because we don't know when this thing's going to end. And if it doesn't end pretty doggone sure in a real short period of time, especially in the restaurant industry, we may lose about 60% of that community. Let me ask you a question. What's that look like here in the D.C.? What does it look like in the Beltway? Because that's what we're here. That's what we're here to talk about
2: well, again, the issue is, is that if the county commissioners or the city councilmen that are all Democrats, if they don't want to reopen their, the restaurants, the bars, the movie theaters, then unfortunately, these people are going to lose the revenue for the rest of their lives. And they're going to have to rely on unemployment. They're going to have to rely on the government for the rest of their lives. People did not come from socialism to come into this country, to rely on the system of the government for the rest of their lives. Unfortunately, this is what a Joe Biden, Kamala Harris administration would be, would be relying on the government, relying on the government to tell them when they can Uh, open, uh, when they can go to the doctor, what they can do. That's why the American people really need to take a look when they go into that ballot box November 3rd to decide what they want for their future, what they want for their children's future, and for their grandchildren's future.
1: You know, it's amazing that you're hitting on those type of points and whatnot, uh, You know, Natasha. I mean, small business is America. Small business is the backbone of America. Small business is the infrastructure that America stands upon. Small business is about 50% of the GNP, 85% of every job out there. You know, let's talk about what's really happening back here in D.C. with a little outfit out there called BLM and Antifa. My understanding is is that small businesses are really challenged with what's going on right now here in the nation's capital, the birthplace of this nation. Small businesses really look over their shoulder coming to work in the mornings, right, and turning the key on that door.
2: That's a really good point. For example, in the Baltimore area, there's a city here called Dundalk, which has a restaurant called Vince's Crab House. They have about five locations. Their main location is in Dundalk. And Vince who is the owner of Vince's Crabas, Vince Meyer, he went under fire for a comment he made on Facebook in June 2020 following the death of George Floyd, and I quote him directly. He said, there is one place I bet the protesters riders won't light on fire or break into or even block the road to uh, dot, 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 the social services buildings, unquote. And unfortunately, this quote became controversial and was misconstrued, which started Black Lives Matter protesters at his restaurant. It has been over and 50 days that they have Black Lives Matter protesters at this central location in Dundalk, Maryland. And I was supposed to actually have the co-owner of the restaurant um, on the show here at TV Free Baltimore last night, and she couldn't come in because of the protesters that are going on. They have police over there, but because they call it a quote unquote peaceful protest, the police cannot tell the protesters to leave the restaurants. Unfortunately, the protesters have been following the owners of the restaurant's uh, home, Uh, They have been following them to their cars. Um, They have been harassing them. And it's hurting this woman's business. And this is her main location. She's very fortunate that she still has her, what would they call her, her um, the people that have been there from the beginning, her um, the original uh, people of her restaurant, her original customers, but she cannot obtain new customers because of what's going on, because people are afraid. And And I always, you know, I say to her, if you could turn back the hands of time, would you have had your husband write something different or said something different? But a lot of people said, you know, what he wrote on Facebook was not racist. It was just misconstrued that way and because it was misconstrued they have had Black Lives Matter slash left-wing Antifa over at this poor woman's establishment for 150 days and a lot of these protesters they just go to establishments and they start looting, they start shooting and doing really heinous things to people that have owned small businesses and what we call mom and pop shops for a long time. So the question is how do we stop the violence? Unfortunately, if we have Democratic leadership stay in Maryland, in in the nation you're going to have more looting and shooting at small businesses and it's not right that's why again we really need to think about who we're going to have in the administration come November 3rd if we are going to have a Joe Biden administration which really hasn't done anything to combat this situation or if we keep a President Trump administration that is doing something to stop this violence.
1: You know, Natasha, you know, you are so eloquent, articulate, and personable. Has President Trump got room on his administrative staff uh, to make you the voice of small business for America? I mean, you really mix it up here. This is incredible. You know, I've got three R's that I have been spouting out since I inaugurated the show the 5th of August. You have to look at businesses from a recovery standpoint of view. You have to look at businesses from a rejuvenation standpoint of view. You have to look at businesses from a return to profitability standpoint of view, okay? And what's interesting is, and we got a break. I'm sorry to say we're not engineers buzzing in my ear right now, Natasha. But well, we need to mix it up on those three R's this uh, second half of the show with our live call-ins that we got out there. Listen, you're listening to Business Buzz, coming to you live on the Voice of America Network. We are all about putting Buzz back into your business, brought to you by Moda Solutions, who has got resources for your business that make sense. And we're going to be right back with more Buzz for your business.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're always looking for guests.
3: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com.
1: Hey, Frank Hellring, your host on Business Buzz. We uh, have done a little bit different twist on the show today in the fact that we are going to be moving more towards the live call-in aspect segment of the show. So if you're out there listening to us right now, call us, pick up the phone and call 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. We've decided to dedicate most of this show to you, the small business owner out there that wants to get something off their chest, or just simply give us your insights of what you're experiencing out there today in this incredible arena called the small business market sector. Well, Natasha, we kind of mixed it up the first half, and we talked a little bit about, you know, what the problem is. Now, I'd like to move more towards what the solutions are. And before we broke the show, I talked about what I consider to be the three R's, which are businesses have to learn how to recover, right? They're going to have to make some hard decisions out there, like in my business and whatnot. We used to have full-time employees. Now all we have is part-time employees, and we got staggered shifts. Because of the regulatory actions that we are facing in California, we had to make that move. The other issue is that businesses have got to start thinking, not within the box that they created maybe 10 or 15 years ago, but they've got to start walking around that box, look out the top of that box, and realize, whoops, got to start thinking a little bit more outside the box, maybe even looking back and not even seeing a box, right? So you're not going to have to start taking a look at other forms of technology, other forms of media, other forms of getting your message out there. And that's a lot of the reason why this type of show like Internet Protocol Radio is becoming so popular and Internet Protocol TV because it reaches a wider audience across this globe called Planet Earth. Beyond that, you've got what I term to be Returned. And that return is for profitability. If we don't get profitability back in our small businesses, it doesn't matter, Natasha, how much President Trump or how much Congress or how much Pelosi gets out here with stimulus money. And right now, that's a talking point, right? Inside the beltway. It doesn't matter how much money's out there because you've always got more month at the end of the money. These small businesses don't need crutch loans, Natasha. They need serious help and help to return to profits. You agree?
2: Yes, I do agree. They definitely, definitely need help. And the problem is, is that people that live in states like California, the state of Oregon, the state of Washington, very heavily Democratic states, they're leaving their states and they're moving to places like Nashville, Tennessee. They're moving to Alabama. They're moving to Florida. They're moving to places that don't have state income tax. They're moving to places where they can actually recover, rebuild and restore what they've lost. And that is the three main R's, recover, rebuild and restore. And again, here in the state of Maryland, a lot of people are leaving Maryland to go down to Florida, to go down to Georgia, to go down to the Carolinas, to make a new life for themselves because they just can't stand the fact that every week they don't know if they're coming or going. They don't know if their county is going to go from phase three back to phase one. It's very, very tough. For example, in Anne Arundel County, they were phase four. And just recently, the county executive moved them back down to phase two. So how can you go from phase four, recuperating and rebuilding your business? Now you're down back to phase two. There's no way in heck as a small business owner, you can stay in Anne Arundel County. So where do you go? You got to pick up your business and go elsewhere. Unfortunately, you may have to pick up your entire life and go down south to make ends meet. And that's what we're witnessing right now all over the nation.
1: You know, it's amazing that you're hitting those type of points, uh, Natasha, because, you know, we just have a live calling came in, uh, Mr. Engineer, patching through, we got Jeff Spinard, the Chief Executive Officer of VoiceAmerica.com. How you doing, Jeff? Thanks for tuning I in, babe. Am,
4: I'm doing great. Thanks uh, for having me.
1: Hey, hey wow, a red, red shirt. shirt. I'm, I'm impressed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice, huh? Actually, hey uh, Jeff,
1: you know we've been mixing it up. Uh, Natasha Friedman's just an incredible co-host with me today. You might want to say hi to her.
4: Hi Natasha.
2: Hi Jeff, how are you? It's how nice you? to meet oh, you.
4: Good to meet you too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jeff, you and I have had a lot of conversations. So much better.
1: <laughs> you and I have had a lot of com- Hey Jeff, you know what? Attack and adjust, right? You, we have been having a lot of topics. Conversations you and I about B2B, right? Sure, about the B2B issue, how it's shut down since COVID 19. How the chambers of commerce, right now, are really struggling to let their right doing Zoom calls, right, without pressing the flex. Sure, you got a vision to bring up a separate network that's centric yep. on chambers of commerce. You want to talk a little bit about that?
4: It's all about communication, uh, especially at this time uh, in our history, uh, this COVID-19 has definitely uh, shook the country, and it's definitely uh, taken a big hit from the small businessmen. Uh, This network and what I'd like to accomplish is to put together uh, a Chambers network that helps the small businessmen find answers um, you know, get information, uh, uh, increase business, whatever needs to happen for the small businessman. Uh, that's what this network is all about. You know, I built Voice America. We started this, this network back in 1999. And the whole premise was to create a platform where people can go to, edu- to get educated, to get information and to get content driven programming. And now, you know, that's where it started. And then I was able to build that and create genre-based channels. So, you know, I get the business channel, the empowerment channel, influencers channel, uh, you know that, Frank. So, you know, I've got uh, multiple channels that are genre-based. So now I think this is a perfect time to introduce uh, the country and the world to a oh, chambers that's, that's of that's commerce that. network.
1: And you know, uh, Jeff, you, yeah, you, we can build you, you got it. a co host here, Natasha Friedman, that has a show called TV 3 Baltimore, who
2: just might possibly have the
1: ear of President Donald J. Trump. What do you think, Natasha?
2: Really? I mean, I don't like to say, but we here at TV Free Baltimore. You know, we talk about multiple different things in terms of the Trump administration, the Trump campaign team, as well as people that are running for certain races. For example, we have a historical trend here in Baltimore City. We have seven black Republicans that are running for Baltimore City Council. We have a black Republican woman running for Congress in the 7th District, a black Republican woman running for mayor uh, here in Baltimore City. So that's very historic. And they want to make change, especially in Baltimore City. Kim Clasick has created two phenomenal videos that showed baltimore city now and if she is elected what she will do for baltimore city and she has the resources to do it but she has to be elected to do it so it's really the american people's decision if they want to keep the norm or if they want to support the president and back his agenda and in order to take back the house for the republicans to take back the house we need to vote people in there that will stand with the president of the united states and will push his agenda forward.
1: Jeff, yes, let me ask you a question. If you had the opportunity to sit in front of President Trump right now and talk to him about this chamber network, what would you say to him, sir?
4: Um, I would say that this is a necessity. You know, people, people need the help. The small businessman needs the help. Uh, it's all about, like I said, communication. And if we're not getting the information out there, if we're not educating people, uh, it's just a tough road. So, yeah, I guess what I would talk to uh, the president about uh, would be to help support uh, this, this channel, this network.
1: You know, Jeff, as, as you know, I'm going to be spending another three days on the ground doing MP4 videos and whatnot for the show and also for Voice America, ending up in front of the United States Chamber of Commerce building, hopefully with very high level guests uh, and whatnot, getting live on this. Let me ask you a question. What would you like me to say to him, big guy?
4: Uh, I would like you to tell them or say to them uh, to join uh, Voice America in creating this network uh, and let's help salvage the small businessman.
1: That's cool, Jeff. You know, one of the things about Chambers, and I know you're familiar with this because if you've ever joined a Chamber, they exactly get cerebral palsy whenever they have to write a check, right? Okay. That's the reason why they get all these uh, sponsors out there and all these, you know, huge uh, logo companies and whatnot to basically bear up the plate of the operational cost of running that chamber of commerce. Now, anytime you come along with something called write a check, sometimes that can be a negative thing. How do you intend to kind of address it from that angle with chambers of commerce? Because obviously you might get a little bit of pushback.
4: You know what? It, it's been happening for 20 years. You know, there's always some pushback somewhere along the line. Uh, and it's my job uh, to find uh, the path. Uh, I've helped to uh, generate many new programs, uh, new channels, uh, without having the resources right off the bat. Uh, we've got to get creative on how we can make that a reality. Uh, the good news is that Voice America has the means to get it off the ground. Uh, now uh, we have to make it s- sustainable. And whatever. Yes, that t- let's get let's get
1: let's get down to brass tacks. Let's okay, t- here's the brass tacks. How many chambers do you need to get this network up and running?
4: I need fifteen chambers to at least get it off the ground. Now, ultimately, I would like sixty chambers. Uh, for the for the network to be full, uh, which is not a high number, not with the number of chambers uh, across the country. Uh, but fifteen will get it going, and then we simply build from there.
1: Fifteen chambers. 15. Excuse me, if I divided fifteen into fifty, what would the number be? <laughs> I mean, we're talking, we're talking, I mean, we're we're crying out loud, we had 15 states go, we got a network, I mean, this Uh is crazy, okay, and the reason why I'm saying it from that aspect is because you remember the 70s, right, when we had the real estate crunch, when we had prime interest rates out to 18%, right, people were, I mean, all of a sudden, senior citizens became geniuses, right, in the finance realm, because they kept moving money for certificate deposit to certificate deposit, but the bottom line here is that it's all about the bucks, right, Jeff? It's all about the bucks. And right uh, now, capital is tight in the mm-hmm. small business community. Chambers are tight in the chamber community. So I think this is really almost like a convergence. Almost, you remember the movie The Perfect Storm, right? That's yes. really what hit small business. I mean, I, I get that view of that boat trying to go up that 100-foot t- you know, high tidal wave, and, of course, you didn't make it, right? But we need to make it. And I think that this particular idea – that you're coming up with, and then taking it one step further maybe and looking at it from a cultural standpoint of view, right? Like maybe Latino, Vietnamese, Filipino. Are you aware that these cultures have their own chambers?
3: Sure.
4: Absolutely.
1: You know, and you are a worldwide network, my friend. You reach every point of the globe. To me, this just makes super sense to get at this. And correct me if I'm wrong, Natasha, but we have a global thinking president, don't we?
2: Yes, we do. President, as you know, he thinks big that is what got him elected. And he knows all about small businesses. He knows about big business and he wants to get the American people back to work. And that's why he needs to be reelected. That's why the American people are going to reelect. And we have the silent majority coming out. I was actually just recently in LA and I have a Trump 2020 mask that I wear. I wear, I wore it on the airplane. I wore it at LAX. And, um, People really love the president. They loved my mask. They said, we got to vote for President Trump all the way because he is the one that can get us back to work. There is no way that that uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris can get us back to work. No way.
1: Hey, Jeff, you know what? There's another aspect of Voice America I think we need to put on this show because it's important. What is the Chamber of Commerce made up of, big guy? Small, Small. business, right? Small. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're not just going after just the Chamber of Commerce. are we going after what's confined within it? Absolutely. Okay. That, so that, the average Chamber out there have, what, 250 to 300, right, small businesses. If the IP radio network comes up for the Chamber, obviously the Chamber will start having their members as guests on the show, right? So that's, that's going to cool. be able to see the importance of why they need to think about IP radio and TV. You and well, I have that, had a conversation in the past that – businesses, especially small businesses, need to look seriously at elevating their brand, expanding their reach, getting their content level back up, putting the pizzazz or buzz, to borrow the term from my show, back in their business and look at things a little bit different, kaleidoscope view. Let me ask you a question. From a small business standpoint of view, how does this saddle up to Voice America? How does what? How does this saddle up to Voice America for small businesses? having their own IP radio platform. Let's get past Chambers from an enterprise level. Let's look at this individually. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. Why do they want to take a look at having an IP radio platform on Voice America?
4: Uh, Why do they want to take a look? Uh, Just like most everybody I work with, they're looking to create that, that, that they're looking to get their vision out there. They want to have a voice and they want to create an identity. So, you know, that's what it's all about. It's working with the, uh, the client or the prospect to help generate the most significant show that we can put together. And like you said, uh, being able to communicate with other uh, chambers and work from within the small businessman to the small businessman to share that knowledge and to get their information out to help the other small businessmen, uh, it's just, it's going to be a powerful network.
1: Yeah. You know, it's exciting to me, Jeff, to think about this from the aspect of doing it from the small business standpoint of view. And the reason being is because, you know, if a small business goes out there, let, you know, I, let's say we want to start uh, a restaurant. Okay. And we want to have uh, an SEO presence in, in social media. And we want to have a virtual presence. The co- of setting something up like that is a minimum of about 50,000 bucks, right? They got a consultant to even consider you. And then the aspect of that is he's not there all the time, so you're going to have to go out and hire an employee, and that's going to have to be some college degree gal who took computer communications when she had that four-year sheepskin or man, and now we've got this person sitting in front of the computer. That's another expense, right? But here's the thing. The timeline necessary. The timeline necessary to invade that space is going to take time, right, Jeff? Sure. Everything takes time. And all that while, they're paying the freight of that expense, of the consultant, of the employee. This is the reason why it's been very, very negative with small businesses with that aspect of SEO. You agree?
4: Yes. Yes, I do.
1: And here we've got this situation. The Voice America has been around, what, 21 years?
4: Yep. So 21. What's your
1: social media look like, big guy?
4: Uh, it, you know what? It, it hasn't been the focal point. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It could be better. Uh, but, you know, it's that broadcast platform uh, that's been uh, the most important uh, piece of the puzzle here. Uh, social media, very important. It's, you know, become... Uh, very strong, and something that helps build and grow the network. Uh, and to be honest with you, the last year is when we really been, when we started pushing it.
1: So, you know, I came up with that analogy with you and I. We're moving towards a break here, but I want to get it in before we get out of here for the break. Jeff, I told you to begin to take a look at Voice America like the Mississippi River. You remember that? We had that conversation? Absolutely
3: absolutely. Because
1: your your virtual presence all over the globe to me, is like this massive, huge river, like the Mississippi River. And when we put business buzz on your network, it's like a tributary, right? Feeding your river. So whatever gets in that tributary, that flow that moves into your Mississippi River called the Voice of America, excuse me, Voice of America, I almost put a government slant on it. Natasha loved that one. Anyway, make a long story short, it puts us into a position of being in the midst of a massive amount of content, right? And exposure.
4: Right now, Voice America has 250 uh, hours of live content per week, and we have over 500 hours uh, uh, with podcasting. So, you know, we are generating quite a bit of new content every week.
1: Well, we'll keep this moving along after going to the break. You're listening to Business Buzz Live with Frank Helling on Voice America Live Business Network Channel. Brought to you by Motor Business Solutions, and we'll be right back with more buzz for your business.
0: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors,
5: and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone,
4: BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: moda business solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings we let you the business owner focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com.
0: Watch things grow. (music) PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way?
1: Hey, you're on live, Frank Kelly. Now on Business Watch, this is a segment of the show where you have the opportunity to live call in. Uh, we're just basically continuing that along right now. So if you want to pick up the phone and call us at 866-472-5790, that's 866-472-5790. Give us a buzz. We'd love to talk to you about your small business. Well, Natasha, you know, there's a little organization out there in Nashville, Tennessee called the NFIB, National Federation of Independent Businesses. They've been around for, since 1945. They basically are small business America, oops, not only on the hill, but basically in the streets and the towns and the villages and the hamlets where that sign hangs on the walls of small business all across this wonderful nation park. But what's happened is we've had a fall off. When I used to represent their interests, when I was a consultant back in 2004 to 2006, They They had 660,000 members strong. strong. Now that number, the last number I had from them was was 300,000. That's a heck of a drop-off. You tell me, did they lose their voice on the the Hill Hill or have it it severely muted? And have small business basically decided not to pay those high-end dues?
2: Well, I agree with you with the 700,000 dropping to 300,000. And yes, that has to do with a lot of what's going on in Capitol Hill. Again, with the Democrats having control of the House, it's really hard for proper legislation to be pushed through. And this is why unfortunately the president's had to sign a lot of things through executive order. And in New York just recently, September 16th of this year, a new bill from the New York city council. And this has to do with, with the councilship. This doesn't have to do with federal, but the bill was it was supposed to help out restaurants, but it was outing a price for, for diners. And the council approved a law that allows restaurants to add a, quote, COVID-19 recovery charge, unquote, to a customer's bill as long as the charge is, quote, clearly disclosed on the menu and the bill. So according to the law, the charge can only be up to 10% of the customer's total bill. So, again, how is this helping small businesses? How is this helping restaurants? And this is what the President of the United States is dealing with, democratic leadership that is hurting the businesses, that is hurting people that have owned businesses for For years. And these are small business owners that are Republican, Democrat, uh, independent, libertarian. They're of, you know, different, uh, even uh, non-party affiliates. So this is what the president is dealing with. So again, we need to recover Rebuild and restore, and what the American people have lost due to COVID 19. And when COVID 19 was starting to kind of clear up in their states and clear up in their cities and their counties, and the governors have been able to say to the small business owners, You can now reopen. It's not good that we have such disconnect um, in legislation. It's not that we, it's not great that we have such disconnect between the Democrats and the Republicans in power.
1: You know, Natasha, it's amazing you bring that up. We just had another live-in caller. we got Steve Zalesi, who happens to be the CEO of Food and Beverage of San Diego, overseeing about 500 restaurants down there in that neck of the woods. How are you doing, big guy? Talking to you live from D.C.
5: Great to hear you. Um, you know, the,
1: uh, the
5: surcharge that was just brought up, too, you know, they tried this two years ago when restaurants were operating at full capacity, and it would have helped. Today, they reenact this and finally pass it after the, the mayor of New York didn't approve it two years ago. And restaurants are operating at either zero or 25% capacity. Now, how is that going to help businesses actually succeed? There is no business plan that works out at 25% capacity. To be successful, um, what they're do, what they're they're promoting uh, and turning this into is panic, fear, and control over what seems to be every aspect of our lives. I go back to uh, when the president uh, addressed the nation from the White House after coming back from uh, the hospital. Uh, Don't let COVID control your life. Um, now that doesn't mean that we don't aren't cautious. We have to be cautious. Wearing a mask, separating, being smart, taking people that are more high risk, and uh, making them more secure. It doesn't mean digging a hole for your whole life to then um, act like you're you're being attacked by a, a, a rogue
4: bear
1: who's out there trying to. To kill you at every step um you know, know natasha because like you are much more politically centric on this show with me today you want to hit that issue from that nyc side
2: yeah i completely agree with steve on that as the president said do not let covid19 control you as you saw the president had covid he obtained the correct um Doctor, or excuse me, they had proper doctors. They had the right uh, medicine to take care of him, so that he was up and running within three days. And he shows you don't have to, you know, be in bed for two weeks or three weeks. It does not control your life. If you are sick, you stay home. If you are well, you go out, but you have to be cautious. Make sure you wash your hands after you touch people. Make sure you wear a mask. Practice social distancing. It's the same thing with reopening schools. A lot of people were nervous about reopening the schools, but if we keep the desk six feet apart. If the kids are wearing dust, if there's hand sanitizer on the desk, there is a way for kids to interact with each other without infecting one another. Again, I go back to how COVID originally started. It started in nursing homes and retirement homes in Seattle, Washington. Those are the places where it got started. And then people with autoimmune diseases are more prevalent to getting COVID-19. They also said people that get flu shots are more uh, susceptible to getting COVID 19. And now the president is working on a vaccine very quick. They're hoping that he'll uh, get it out and running before 2021, which is amazing. So the president has been on top of this. The president was on top of this in January. Um, and and uh, whatchamacallit, Joe Biden, you know, called the president a racist. She said he was a xenophobe, a homophobe. Nancy Pelosi, she had everyone in Chinatown in February. Even Dr. Fauci told people you can still go on a cruise in the first week of March. Even the Surgeon General said at the end of February that you didn't have to wear a mask. It wasn't really that effective. So the President of the United States has been on top of this since January, and he's gotten no credit for actually saving uh, millions of lives, because a lot more people could have died from this if the President didn't close the country when he did.
1: You bet. Stephen, you uh, were on my first show, the American Restaurant Crisis, back the 5th of August, right? There's been a lot of water under the bridge since that time in the restaurant community. What's it look like out to you right now as far as national scope of the restaurant community of where they're faring after EIDL uh, SBA, the 3P loans, or God knows whatever else Congress is going to start bringing out. Where's the restaurant community right now?
5: It's apocalyptic. Um, the longer this goes on, the, the worse the outcome is and more businesses will be closed down. We don't need the money from the government. What we need is to be able to operate our businesses, and we can do that successfully and safely. If we didn't, we wouldn't have employees who even showed up to work, let alone customers. Uh, there, there are plenty of opportunities for us to be able to operate our businesses at 100% and do a great job for the public. Um, the, the fear that they have created here is has taken over Uh, what they promoted is free speech for the protesters but not for business owners and the general citizens Um, we are not allowed to speak up and protect our businesses and our homes and our families we're supposed to do everything that they dictate mandate and the science they're using is not science it's politics it's fear Mongering And it is not beneficial
1: to any of us in the short term or the long term. Stephen, if you had the opportunity right now, if we could somehow orchestrate it where you could be in front of the president of the United States and represent the restaurant community of America, which I consider to be the fabric of this nation. And when you start ripping up the restaurant community, you start ripping the flag as far as I'm concerned. What would you say to President Donald J. Trump?
5: I'd ask him to take over from the states and open the country up. We've got plenty of example where it works. There might be some problems. Sure, there are going to be problems. Uh, any graph goes up and down. But in the outcome, it's going to be beneficial to everybody. It will work. It does work. Look at how he rebounded. Um, it, it is absolutely imperative that we push through and get these uh, Democrat states primarily to open up and continue to open the rest of the country.
1: You know, I think he might listen to a proposition like that, Stephen. What do you think? I hope he, I think he would. He's a smart guy. Very good. You know, we've got Jeff Spinard. I think Jeff's still out there, right, Jeff? I am. Okay, cool. You know, Jeff, I've had a conversation with Steve Zalesi, I think about two weeks ago, right, Steve? We talked about bringing together about 10 restaurant owners, uh, pretty high-end restaurant owners in that San Diego community, and mixing it up about having IP radio platforms uh, part of their business platform and their marketing schemes. Uh, You've got the head of the tuna boat, okay? Uh, (laughs) But from your family's history, on with you right now, let me ask you a question, uh, Jeff. What would you say to Steve about that as far as value? For his restaurant community.
4: Well, um, oh, first of all, uh, let me say that uh, the first show was a great show, Steve. The, uh, you, were, or you were fantastic uh, as a guest. Um, as as far as what's
1: the question? Question is how will you help these restaurant guys that we're going to put into a roundtable and talk about the value of IP Radio? Oh,
4: how do we how do how do we help? Um, again, I always have to go back to communication. Uh, it's all about setting a plan, putting a plan in place, uh, making sure that, you know, we're covering the important issues uh, and hitting the right people. You know, with the platform, you, with the, by using a tool such as uh, broadcasting, uh, Voice America has a platform that we reach over 140 countries and have millions of people that listen to the network on a monthly basis. Um, so to to draw off of all of that and to utilize that to get a message out there, uh, to get an idea out there, to get issues out there, uh, that is a very important uh, piece of uh, uh, technology, a very important tool to use to get answers and to help uh, you know move the sticks so to speak.
1: And it comes across the most important tool that they got access to, which is that smartphone, right, Jeff? There you go, yep. Which everybody cares. Steve, I think we might be able to arrange uh, piping in Jeff Spinard into that meeting on one of those big screens down in your offices in San Diego. Listen, we're moving towards the end of the show, and I want to give my co-host the opportunity of giving her last, uh, basically, maybe not the last. She might be on with me in the future, but uh, Natasha, what's your final uh, words to small businesses in the United States?
2: Again, I'm going to go back to the three R's that we talked about in the beginning of the segment. Recover, rebuild, and restore. We need to rebuild our small businesses that have suffered. We need to recover from the loss. And we need to restore our foundation. And again, unfortunately, people from these Democratic states, they're moving to more Republican states that allow them to obtain a small business and to keep it intact. Okay, there, uh, and this is reopening. Okay, I think we're
1: launching there, Natasha, but uh, thank you so much for being an absolutely incredible co host today, live from DC. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Steve, for uh, calling in. Listen, thank you all for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us at 8773 Now Buzz. That's 8773 N O W B U Z, or email us at info at businessbuzz.com. To learn more about the show, you can visit our show host website at business, that's B-I-Z-Z, N-A-S-S-B-U-Z-Z dot com. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz.